Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A shot of Arctic air is moving in and it's set to bring a chill to FanFest. How harsh it will feel tonight and through the weekend. WREL is in the middle of all the excitement at downtown Raleigh. From live music, food, and drone shows, we take you live into the final hours leading up to tomorrow's puck drop. WREL's live team coverage of FanFest starts right now. Hey, right now, 7 o'clock, NHL Stadium Series weekend is officially underway. This is really exciting, drawing hockey fans from all over the yeah. country right here to the Triangle. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Dan Haggerty. And I'm Lena Tillette. Let's take a live look at downtown Raleigh. Love it. Now that it is nighttime, you can see all the lights and all of the fun. The Ferris wheel. Crowds are filling Fayetteville Street for Canes Fan Fest. Leading up to the big game tomorrow, we have live team coverage of all the action from Carter-Finley Stadium to different sections of events downtown. Let's begin our coverage with WRL's Deborah Morgan right in the middle of tonight's Fan Fest. Hey, Deb. Hey, Dan and Lita. Boy, it is so awesome out here. It's definitely chilly. Feels like hockey weather, no doubt about that. But look, we're looking like hockey, hockey too. PNC building is all lit up in red. And we have so many fans here. They are cheering for the Canes. So excited about being here. <laughs> ready for the big game. I just talked with some Capitals fans inside eating, and I said, how are people being? Are they being nice to you? They're like, oh yeah, absolutely. They came all the way from Denver. So Raleigh really putting on a great show of what it means to be a hockey town. WRL's Aaron Thomas is out here too, enjoying all the fun fest and fan fest that we're having here. Aaron? Hello there, Deborah. Yeah, we're here on the end of Fayetteville Street. I have to tell you, here at the Capitol Building, we were waiting for that highly anticipated drone live show. We got about five minutes of it at around 6 o'clock hour. We just heard from Raleigh Police over here that it was canceled at the 7 o'clock hour due to a lot of the wind. But regardless of that, we have a lot of people that are still enjoying themselves here at FanFest. Cer certainly a lot for people to do, whether you're a hockey fan or just a local or visitor. All eyes to the skies for a drone light show. Just one of several attractions at the Carolina Hurricanes Fan Fest. Oh yeah, it's crazy. The energy is, is amazing. Thousands of Kaniacs stormed through Fayetteville Street for the celebration in preparation for Saturday's stadium series game at Carter-Finley Stadium. I was supposed to go to the beach with my friend for her birthday and she canceled. And I was like, I'm coming here. There's live music on two ends of the street. Plenty of food options to choose from. Photo ops and hugs from Stormy, but the big attraction, getting to see the Stanley Cup up close and personal. Uh, I'm going to the Stadium Series tomorrow, so I've been doing the whole Stadium Series week thing, so it's been nice. Yeah, certainly uh, something out here for everybody of all ages. Now, we're going to be staying on this for our late news, beginning at 10 on Fox 50, as well as WRL News at 11. We're going to actually hear from some uh, local city leaders and how they are talking about uh, this event, as well as the outdoor game and other events taking part this weekend and the anticipated economic impact. Deborah, back to you.
It is a big weekend, no doubt about that. Aaron Thomas, thank you so much. Here on Fayetteville Street, it has been amazing. We saw rain come through. We saw it be really hot and muggy. And then it's windy, and now it's freezing cold out here. Perfect for hockey. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now from Carter-Finley Stadium, where the big game is going to drop the puck tomorrow night. Kat? Deborah, you know, we're just showing off for everybody who's in town for the big game how North Carolina weather truly behaves. It's cooling off down here tonight. And I've got to tell you, you may hear a boom behind me or see some quick puffs of fire erupt. They are testing the pyrotechnics out here. And I've got to say, I've seen the previews. It is really, really cool. So they are ready to put on quite a show tomorrow night. Tonight, the big show happening in downtown Raleigh with Fan Fest, the musical guests as well. Let's take a look at your Fan Fest forecast. I want to show you hour by hour what to expect for the remainder of the evening 49 degrees at eight o'clock by 10 o'clock we're around 40 and of course fan fest ending by then but for those of you who are going to be staying out a little late tonight temperatures are falling into the 30s and that's coming with a wind chill so make sure that you are bundled up it is going to be colder out here tomorrow evening for the stadium series game than it is tonight the big difference is that it's not going to be so windy it is perfect hockey weather we could not ask for a better forecast 40 Two degrees when the puck drops at 8 o'clock, courtesy of Ripkin the dog. That'll be really cool to see. Out here tonight, we've gotten to see the Canes practice on the ice at Carter-Finley. It is so cool to see how they have transformed our big football stadium into a hockey arena. And the ice had no problem surviving the 70-degree temperatures this week. They have a whole team of engineers and even their own meteorologists on staff to make sure that the ice is in great shape for tomorrow, Deborah. Absolutely. Boy, they've done a great job, and everybody is so excited for the game to happen. Just cannot wait until the, the puck finally drops and that fun can finally begin in the stadium. We've been waiting a long time for that game. All right, Dan, we'll toss it back to you for now because for here, downtown is going to keep going until about 9 o'clock tonight, so we are still having a great time out here and uh, still wrapped up in the jersey. Everybody excited, but... Um, and, I was gonna oh, I forgot to tell you. Coming up in just a, a couple minutes, we're going to have a very special story about some veterans and playing hockey. Nice. I can't wait to see it. Great job out there. And I was going to mention the jersey. Those have been tough to come by nowadays with the, the big game tomorrow. Yes. I have, uh, I have a friend who works as the equipment manager, Bob Gorman, who allowed me to borrow this. So very excited to have this jersey. Those Deborah Morgan connections. All right. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Deb. <laughs> All right, now to some really important stories to tell you about tonight, starting with another day of local schools being interrupted by threats of guns on campus. In the last 10 minutes alone, we learned a pellet gun was found on a student at Colbert Middle School. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Back to a story so many families are talking about. Weapons found in our local schools as well as a number of lockdowns. Just 20 minutes ago, we learned that a pellet gun was found at a middle school in Orange County. And these incidents obviously have plagued our schools and surged in the past few weeks, leaving parents and school officials looking for solutions. It's the focus of this week's On the Record. Every day she leaves, I'm worried that she may not come back. Helplessness. So many things are going to your mind and can you get there any quicker, you know, uh, can I get there any quicker to be at my son's side? I'm not sure 
Like, I'm really not sure about sending her back to school. I received the pictures of the lockdown classroom with her saying, Mom, help me. And I said, I'm coming right now. And she said, how do I get out of here? So again, uh, parents' worst nightmare to get that call. Uh, we've covered these stories so many different times. I had an opportunity to do on the record this week. We were working to do it as a in-depth with uh, Dan segment, but um, we started seeing so many that we, th we figured we should spend a little bit more time. So, so that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And we started looking into all the different facets that go into this and how they impact how kids are going to school, how parents feel, and how that's kind of rippling through our society. There was Pew Research that was done recently, and they talked to parents, and they found that 19% of parents were extremely worried about a shooting happening at their kid's school. Hmm. Now, keep in mind, it's extremely rare for a shooting to happen at your kid's school, but given the fact that we see these pop up around the country, and then we start to see the incidence of how many guns are being found in schools, you could see how parents feel that way. 13% very worried. And two or three-fourths, if you count that somewhat, right. at least considering a, a, a concern mm -hmm. when it comes to this sort of thing. Um, and it's stressing people out. The thing that was most concerning was not only was it making people stressed out, but it was kind of dulling our empathy. And if you think about that, mm. when you hear about another school shooting, mm -hmm. you say, you have that feeling, well, well, another one. But it also makes you personally more and more anxious. Hmm. Obviously, we saw what happened at Michigan State University right. this week. Every parent's worst nightmare, wanting to send their kids off to college, thinking it's going to be a safe environment, and them having to utilize all of those skills that they learned in school, those right. lockdown drills. They have been growing up learning that, and they had to utilize that at Michigan State University. Now these kids also worried about that, too. Yeah, and, you know, uh, we're also looking uh, at some of the things that are being put in place at schools that are much different than what we went through when we were going through the doors of our schools in middle school and in high school. There is new equipment, expensive equipment, that is being rolled out in districts right here in our area. Of course, we have these security measures that are pretty much across the board at this point. So they have the SROs, those resource officers in the schools, the controlled access to the building. You can't just go in and out like when we were younger. People could go in and out of pretty much any door in the building. That's over. They have security cameras, two-way radios on all the teachers. In case something goes down, they can all talk to each other. So these are things that are normal, but they're stepping it up even more and spending millions on equipment that we have shown you here on WREL that monitor people for guns, for mm -hmm. weapons as they go through the doors of these schools. Uh, this is a system called Evolve. Johnston County just paid a lot of money to put into their schools. And Granville County considering yes. that for an elementary school, which is really shocking. Right, to make sure, but again, elementary schools, today, right. guns going through the doors. So uh, again, a lot to discuss. The whole thing airs tomorrow at 7 p.m. right here on WRL. It'll also be available online in our streaming apps after mm. it airs. Looking forward to that. Thanks, Dan. A crumbling part of the Raleigh Beltline is set to be repaved. Work crews plan to repave a section of I-440 between Lake Boone Trail and Wake Forest Road starting in April. That includes that chewed up stretch near Crabtree Valley Mall. WRL has received so many complaints about that specific part of 
of the interstate, the DOT has as well. The department recently expedited the project to start it three years sooner than originally planned. The $26 million project should finish up in the fall of 2024. All right, the stadium series has officially descended upon Raleigh. Let's take a live look. The Carolina Hurricanes Fan Fest taking over downtown right now. Got a little shot of it behind us here. And on the other side of your screen, meteorologist Kat Campbell live at Carter-Finley Stadium where the big game will happen and crews are gearing up for those crowds to fill in there tomorrow, Kat. Happy Friday and happy, uh, you know, Stadium Series Eve. It's a beautiful night out here now that the rain is gone. A bit windy. We had the Canes practicing on the ice earlier. Now the Capitals out there with some fans. We've heard the NC State Band practicing. They've had their cheerleaders out here. The Pyrotechnics. We just got to see a preview of what it, all they have planned. And it is going to be a big night out here tomorrow night. Let's take a look outside, though, at the Fan Fest forecast first. A lot of folks in downtown Raleigh tonight to get out and enjoy the night. Check out the Stanley Cup in person. So many cool things to do down there. 51 degrees right now. We are dry. The winds continue to pick up. The winds are really whipping out here with the stadium effect as well. Satellite radar showing the cold front is pushing east and the rain is offshore at this point. We are seeing the clouds clear out. That continues tonight really allowing temperatures to plummet down to 29 in Boone now 51 in Raleigh 58 in Fayetteville it's still 67 in Wilmington though the cold air will continue to push in overnight thanks to this gusty northwest wind that's what's going to push it right into our area make sure you've got your jacket for your Friday night plans 28 is the low in Roxborough 30 in Raleigh, Rocky Mountain, and Southern Pines. 31 degrees in Fayetteville tonight. Mostly clear skies, dry air, and the winds will lighten up, and that's what allows temperatures to really plummet into the upper 20s to lower 30s. Tomorrow is the big day. Tailgating kicks off at 2 p.m. At least that's when the parking lots open for the tailgaters. 52 degrees with plenty of sunshine. And for the dinnertime tailgaters, temperatures will be in the upper 40s to lower 50s. Make sure you've got your jackets with you. Game time, the Drops at 8 o'clock. Temperature should be in the lower 40s as we enter the game tomorrow evening. And hopefully we'll be able to celebrate a big Canes win tomorrow night. By that time, temperature should be awfully close to the upper 30s. You'll be glad that you've got your extra layers or perhaps a blanket with you out here tomorrow. 55 is the high during the afternoon, so really, really nice for tailgating. Sunday, we see clouds roll in. Temperatures back in the 60s. And Monday for President's Day, upper 60s. Kids have off school. It should be a really nice day to get outside with them. A small chance for rain on Tuesday and Friday of next week, but the big story is going to be the record-breaking temperatures again next week. High temperatures will be in the 80s even as we get into Thursday, coming pretty close on Wednesday. You know, the warm weather this week did not affect the ice. They really have done a great job keeping the ice in great shape. A couple reasons why. They have this huge refrigeration unit that actually pulls the heat away from under the ice. They have a big tarp with a reflector on top, so it reflects the sunlight back up to keep the ice cool and they did that on some of the sunny and warm days out here and they also have a special coolant intermixed with the water to make the ice down there so the ice will be in great shape tomorrow and luckily the weather will be as well dan and lena the science behind that is so cool meteorologist cat campbell live it for really us at is. carter finley stadium thanks so much we knew cat would like the science yeah all right take a live look again at all the fun along fayetteville street when we come back we're going to check back in with deborah morgan who's been down there having fun along with everybody else that's coming up next.
You know, back here live at FanFest, this is just one of many events happening surrounding the big game tomorrow. Earlier today, 60 veterans from around the country, including Fort Bragg, hit the ice for a very special game called the Navy Federal Veterans Showcase. WRL's Michael Grace was there. He took in all the action, and he found out why this game is so special. Camaraderie. It's a word that's being thrown around a lot here at the Navy Federal Veterans Showcase. For the 60 veterans here playing in this tournament, it's the experience of a lifetime. But playing it together, that's the real privilege. Wayne Gretzky once said that in hockey, you need each and every guy helping each other, pulling in the same direction to be successful. Because hockey is a true team sport. Everybody's got a lane, everybody's got a job. This morning ahead of the game at Carter-Finley, 60 men and women put Gretzky's words to the test. And they all share something in common besides hockey. I'm an Army veteran, 16 years. Sergeant in the United States Marine Corps. I served 11 years. For the last three years, Navy Federal has hosted the Veterans Showcase in conjunction with the Stadium Series. This year, the tournament features teams from Orlando, San Antonio, San Diego, and Camp Patriot Hockey out of Fort Bragg. Sergeant Burgess, who plays for Camp Patriot Hockey, says the tournament isn't just a chance to play hockey with fellow veterans. It's an opportunity to relive a small sliver of his days in the service. You're, you're with people every day. You build this camaraderie and this brotherhood. You all have a common goal, uh, you know, a common interest. You all made the same you know, sacrifice and pledge to something, and immediately you know, you're all brothers. Obviously a very special day for everybody out there on the ice this morning. The best part is they're all going to be together again tomorrow. All 60 veterans getting free tickets to the game at Carter-Finley Stadium. In Raleigh, Michael Grace, WRAL News. All right, thanks so much to Michael and to Deborah live out there. We actually see her yeah. right there yeah. having a good time. Deborah's been awesome out there on Fayetteville Street. So the real estate market in the Triangle is heating up for 2023 with more movers looking for homes. WRL Tech Wire reports from the National Association of Realtors that more people are moving to the Triangle than moving away from the Triangle. That means more demand and higher prices. Studies show that people are being drawn to the area for affordability and new highways wage jobs and probably all the other things we love about this area. The downtown Raleigh Home Show is back at the convention center starting today. This is video right here from last year's show. This year you can expect local experts in home improvements, top products, tiny home villages, and tablescapes. You know, I've really gotten into tablescapes have this you? year. Yeah, yes, well, I have. that'll happen. Uh, Frontline heroes get in free with a valid ID until 9 o'clock. Tomorrow, educators get in for free. The show runs through Sunday. You can purchase tickets online or at the Raleigh Convention Center box office. Can I you know you? what tablescaping is? Oh, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. What's a tablescape? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, when you make your table so pretty, you might oh. have a runner and then have plates with several plates and yes. then a bowl on top and a little flower in the yeah. middle and arrangements. I'm into, um, uh, what's it called? Fireplace scaping. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, is that a thing? I'll check the home show. Thanks for being with us tonight. We appreciate it. Our next newscast is at 10 on Fox 50 and 11 on WRAL. We'll have the latest on the stadium series. Then have a great night. I'll come by. I'll clean up your fireplace. Scape it. Local news doesn't stop here. Continue watching on all major streaming platforms with the WRAL app.